my take is that the police on guard mm. are complicit mm. to what happened. They are part and parcel of the bandits who came and rescued the guys. Because it, it beats logic. It mm. doesn't. We go to hospitals, we see uh, 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 convicts, we see uh, uh, suspects who mm. are under arrest. Mm. And the procedure, you can't even get close to that bed. And good morning. It's a chilly, chilly, chilly day. State of National Security is back. We've been on a, on a small break, courtesy of myself. I've been in another part of this world. But it's all good. The gang is back. Mary Wambo is here with us today. Dominic Wabala. So you're going to ask, Leila, where were you? What were you doing? <laughs> <laughs> I'll do that. <laughs> So I was in, in the Republic of Rwanda mm -hmm. and uh, spent there a week going through one of their darkest hours. I think the darkest hour that Africa has ever seen. And um, when you go to the genocide memorial, you stand there and you start looking at life differently. Mm. And you hold your people dear. And um, when I was there, actually, I looked at one particular picture of an entire road filled with people and I was asking my host and I was like, are all these people? And he said, yeah. And and this was oh, April 21st, 1994 where about 250,000 people were killed and they were put on the road and it looked like a river flowing. And I'm looking at Kenya and the way we are dangling so loosely with how we talk and how we seek for such kind of confrontation and I, and I worry. I wonder how people just don't see that a fire can be lit in seconds, but putting it out is 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 what the challenge for many. And Rwanda is one of those places where right now such talk is really looked into by the security forces. I don't know what you guys think. I, I was 10 in 1994 when these things were happening. Wabala, I don't know how old you are. Did you see? <laughs> uh, did you experience it? Because I saw it on television. So seeing it live and, and, and going and seeing those human skulls, and it was just a moment to worry about. I was in my late teens, I think, and I was not in the country. I was out. I'd gone for studies. Mm -hmm. But we used to see it on TV. You see, that was international news, and everybody was mm -hmm. excited about that. And not many people knew about Africa. By the way, when you go out of the country, these people are so ignorant about Africa, they think Africa is one country. Mm -hmm. So they literally think that it is your homestead that all this is happening. So they don't Oh my God, are, so are they your villages? I'm like, Rwanda <laughs> is two hours away. Yeah. They, they don't know, but, but it was one of the most traumatic and, mm -hmm. and, and, and being African at that time uh, was not the best time because you are looked at as a savage by those guys because it is a fellow black who's doing that to another black. Mm. But if you go to the Rwandan Genocide Memorial, Mary, mm -hmm. they've also articulated other global genocide, including what happened in Bosnia yeah. and Yugoslavia and, and what happened in, 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 in some country in Eastern Europe as well. So I think massacres are a human thing. They're not much of a color thing. Yes, and uh, much of the massacres have heard about... Uh, I've read about and watched about, mm -hmm. I've not experienced really. Even the ones that happened in Kenya, Kina, the Wagala, was it called Wagala Massacre? Wagala was a baby. I, I, <laughs> I, I, I only read about it in books and now that there are people who lived through it, mm. you understand from their point of view because they are telling you this is what happened then, mm -hmm. you know. But I imagine if a massacre was to, God forbid, happen in Kenya again today, so what would happen? The social media would blow up. You see what is, what is happening in Tarakani, the, the Buddha Buddha leader who's been killed. Mm -hmm. And yesterday they held this huge demonstration in town, and the other day they blocked the Meru Nairobi Highway for hours. So if such a thing would happen today, yeah, I would mean, have been the country bad. would come to a standstill. It would be so bad. The misfortune... And I always say it, the Leila thinks I bash Kenyans a lot, is we are not patriotic. I think the fact that Kenyans have never experienced mm. such a ma massacres and the mm. likes of it, mm -hmm. the fact that they have not, mm. they don't know what good they have in a country. Mm. It is only when they lose it that they will know what they have in a country. Mm -hmm. that we, we almost lost it in 2007. Yeah, yeah. we almost we lost almost it. We almost lost, lost it, but thank God there was intervention, mm. both on the side of the military and, and uh, Kofi Annan, mm -hmm. and we stabilized the country. Sure. But that was, 
it was a picnic. Mm-hmm. We had not we had not tipped to the other side mm-hmm. because once you tip on the other side, it is unstoppable. You can't stop it mm-hmm. because we'll go at each other's throat. And the worst thing is our politicians who categorize all of us mm-hmm. in our tribal cocoons. Mm-hmm. You know, when it comes, Kenyans are very good uh, interacting with each other during normal times, but mm-hmm. immediately the pol- the electioneering period gets in, mm-hmm. then we were we are bandied in our tribal cocoons mm. you know every every prominent politician wants to carry the baggage of all people from his community mm. and present him as his bargain yeah that is the challenge that we have mm-hmm. and if we went and mm. we we are 42 tribes so you can imagine if we went for each other it would it have been be bad crazy. because Rwanda just had two, two. different communities yes. and and it's interesting because they they don't speak different languages mm. their culture their language their way of life was the same but it's just a seed that was planted the wrongly, seed. yeah. The, the Inyenzi and yes. the, you know, calling other people that weird names. Kenya, we, we are used to, to such stereotypes. And um, unfortunately, in other countries in Africa, they don't tolerate such. Yeah, yeah so, I remember even meeting a Rwandan colleague mm-hmm. in February, and they were telling us they do not like saying whether they are Hutus or Tutsis, yes. And you see, when you ask them to tell you just a bit of what happened, you know, in their perspective during the genocide, they are very cagey about it and they start crying. And you see, even the person crying is somebody who was born after the genocide. There's there's something I I had when Mm. I was in Rwanda the other day, and they're calling it generational trauma. Parents are transmitting it into their children without knowing Mm. how they live their lives. Mm. Like for this entire week, since Friday the 7th, they'll be honoring the dead. They are calling it Kuibuka mm-hmm. to remember and uh, to renew and to rejuvenate themselves. Yeah. So there's nothing really that will be going on on their television. They'll just be remembering um, Kuibuka and and going through the paces. And I think places like Kenya should should really listen and learn and 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 for the sake of things, just uh, take note of how things can go south very fast. And 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 speaking about state of national security, I think. We are at that place where Kenya has become a bandit state. I can compare it with uh, the city of Juarez in Mexico, just at the border of, is it uh, San Antonio, San Francisco, uh, with the the United States. And um, (laughs) it's interesting that a bunch of guys can be armed, be very articulate in how they execute um, the rescue of one of their own in a heavily guarded hospital where one of the bandits was getting help. I refuse. I refuse. <laughs> Have we become accept. a bandit state? I, I refuse to accept that that was an act by bandits. And like it's, if it is true, if indeed it is true, mm-hmm. then we are no better than the, the Mexican cities that have been taken over by the, the drug cartels and the like. Mm-hmm. Because it doesn't make sense that a hospital in a town, mm-hmm. in the middle of a town, Imagine Iten is very far from the active bandit yes. areas. If you are talking about a place like Marigat, for example, or somewhere in Turkana, yes, you'd, then you'd, you'd say to, this is an picture, active... Um, but these guys have come all the way from where they came, assuming that that is where they... We're assuming they came from that bandit spawn area. Mm-hmm. Came to Iten, <laughs> went into a hospital, and rescu- supposedly rescued their colleague their commander who under normal circumstances is under guard mm-hmm. and chained on a bed <laughs> chained to a bed mm-hmm. and without a single shot did what all happened that. to the police officers mary because mm-hmm. i'm see, I, I, I can hear you laughing in, in the it, background <laughs> where were the cops sense. you know I'm, I'm looking at the signal from from that incident mm-hmm. and it says <laughs> 10 10 dci officers eh, drawn from keyo northern Newton police station visited the said facility and they decided to divide themselves four went to the ward and the others were left manning the gate mm-hmm. and you see now we're hearing that the bandits came uh, you know they probably the ones manning the gate did not see them and you hear they had weapons no one saw them cutting weapons mm-hmm. so they were given a smooth you know access to the hospital they went to the ward they imagine the guy was handcuffed and then they left with how, how did they get the keys Ama they shot at it strategically my take is 
that the police on guard mm. are complicit mm. to what happened. They are part and parcel of the bandits who came and rescued the guys. Because it, it beats logic. It mm. doesn't. We go to hospitals, we see uh, uh, convicts, we see uh, uh, suspects mm. who are under arrest. Mm. And the procedure, you can't even get close to that bed. So how did these guys walk into a hospital? Let me tell you, my friend. When I had just joined NTV in 2016, mm-hmm. one Friday morning, my editor then was Muraya Karioki tells me, Leila, kuja. So mm-hmm. I go. Nataka ni kutume kitui. So I was wondering, okay, kuna nini uko? You need to get, unajua kuedit nikambia, eh. Nataka utafte kamera person that, t- that time it was my, my friend and colleague, Otanga. Yeah. Taftendi gari. Nataka muende, kuna story nasikia, there's a guy who was shot in his bed in hospital, Mwingi level 4. So we drive, we, we, we connect with the, the, the correspondent there. And they take me through what was really horrific. This guy was a cobbler in Kitui town. Mm. Was taken from his house, was going to be shot at on the border of Kitui county with Garissa, which means they had to pass through Mwingi town. Mm. He didn't die. He was saved. He was taken to hospital. So these guys got wind of the fact that he had been yeah. carried by a police vehicle to Mwingi town. And they came back to finish the job. And they sprayed 21 bullets into his chest in the hospital. And the police officers who were manning that area all fled. You get? Because mm. he was also a cha- he was also handcuffed. Because I think if, if you're short and they don't and the, know the, the circumstances under which you're short, they take you into custody okay. first before the investigations are completed. So when I heard this story about E10, it... it very fast took me to what had happened, what had happened in, in Kitui. So um, that's why I'm asking, are we yeah, but, back to... But, but, uh, but Leila, the difference with the Kitui was it's the man was shot and abandoned in a bush. Yes. The Kitui man. They, they actually then, thought then, he had died. Yeah, then he was rescued. He was rescued a, by villagers. By villagers and taken And because he was shot, po- a police vehicle took him to, to Mwingi to, Level 4. Yes. Now, uh, he didn't have 10 people guarding him. I think it was two. two, yeah. two, two guys. <laughs> See, he didn't have 10 people. In the 10, <laughs> we have 10. 10 guys. 10 detectives. Have you ever, no, have you ever had mm. a G3 gunshot? It's loud. And an AK even, even, even a pistol can be loud. Yeah, even a pistol. But I'm saying co- our, our police officers on such sentry duties mm. are armed by either an AK-47, a G3, or MP3 at worst. Mm-hmm. MP3 at worst. Yes. Mm. Now these are guys who were more than ten walked into a hospital and walked out with a, a prisoner and left, no gunshot. And 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 until now in Kitui, in we've Kitui, not found out who. In Kitui, in Kitui, it w- there were gunshots that caused the policemen to run away. To run away. In Kiten, there was no gunshot. Now tell me, explain they, they just to me. They broke the windows. Yeah, explain to me like a class three, a, a, a grade three, how this is possibly uh, this possibly happened, and the guys went and police know how to man in Nairobi they call it lockup. They know the exit and the entries into a town and do, into all that. Do you want to tell me then this 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 crew knew the layout of the hospital and they knew their exact exit points and how to 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 get in and out without firing a uh, single and, shot? Uh, and where a potential police officer who's armed is vis-a-vis where there is none. Because for their escape, they mm-hmm. will need to know where an armed officer is and an unarmed officer is. So they were just left to, to, to come pick this guy and leave without, my problem is, <laughs> without a single shot. Mary, to mm-hmm. do we well, need to call in the cavalry? Well, the I, I think we are a big joke. You know, every day we are hearing cases of people getting attacked by bandits. We are now wondering, what What's is going that, on? what is happening? Hmm? No, we, we, we even even post the 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 military engagement, no, the multi agency engagement, hmm. and the CS had taken some time to to just stay there and 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 see it through. I think there's a bigger issue um, that is not being told. dealt with or being told mm-hmm. in in the public sphere, hmm. because we knew by now within a month 
um we would be hearing less and less of the stories but they keep on coming and they're not coming as in kidogo kidogo they are killing some people they are taking animals and they are continuing to to reign terror in that part of the world and 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 that's what I was asking and I asked mm. the two of you the last time we were together should the commander in chief of the Kenya defense forces stop everything else that he's doing and just put 100% of his abilities in that part of the country is there a need for that we don't going political talks hey <laughs> it's difficult but 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 we just need to take security seriously as a country we don't want i pray and i pray mm. that we don't go the way other countries have gone and that has always been as a result of neglecting matters security mm-hmm. when you take it for granted when you think that uh, it is your right to exercise your freedom at the expense of other citizens freedom mm-hmm. when you as becomes more important than anybody else mm-hmm. then we are at a big risk we must respect each other as we enjoy our freedoms Mary, the last time we had this conversation you had just been with the cs mm. and and you said everything looked a bit promising but right mm. now it seems like um there's no communication coming from there. there's no communication coming and it seems like we are back to square one in my mind i don't know how you're looking at it you know when we left there they banned journalists from going to the operational areas mm-hmm. so even these cases and I, i almost felt like even the officers in the area had been banned from speaking to journalists but about what was still, going on yes but i see when an incident happened they are still confirming that it's true something has happened mm-hmm. so I, I, I in the other day what is she called this samburu women rep uh, uh, what's her name Naisula Naisula wrote something and said that the operation is not going on and she 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 had vowed to do to speak out so but but then again she didn't then there's no the only information you see on the police twitter handle is them recovering you know guns, staff, guns uh-huh. and all that But as far as the operation and everything there is no communication and you see at the time we were leaving you know, the current DIG uh, APS had moved into one of the locations mm-hmm. to coordinate their, those activities because earlier there were claims that there was a coordination there was a what do we call it there was an issue between the two services between the two services there was a command issue mm-hmm. uh, but now with the The last time the last time I I I saw him together they were with the Lieutenant General Njiru Mbogo the the Commander Kenya Army and then after that two weeks later the Vice Chief of Defense Forces Lieutenant General Ogola also went there even the CS Duale at some point he did yes he did and i know that um they have a brigadier saman mm-hmm. um a special forces guy uh, who's also one of the critical players in 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 that part of the world and and and, and on the police side mm. uh, basically we are just seeing dig nur gabo because currently they are looking for a dig for the kenya police service yeah. so well it's hard to for us to say that the operation has stopped mm-hmm. because there's not been they, they've not made such an announcement uh, we and again we can't assume that they are mm. focusing on a particular area and leaving the rest or, or maybe they've chosen to work in silence um maybe. and is that is is that good to work in silence and, and and not have daily or quarterly briefs every week you no know, for the sake of the operations I think it would be good in my view I stand corrected it would mm. be good for them to to operate in silence and 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 announce the results to Kenyans uh, maybe fortnightly or something like that mm. that would be substantial mm-hmm. but every time they give a brief you as well briefing the the guys you are fighting so but you see again when they are working in silence yet people are being killed on the other end mm. it feels like it's counterproductive they should be saying something at least I've done a couple of stories of 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 bandit attacks all the way in in Isiolo County and uh what I'm getting is that as the multi-agency situation goes on in the six 
counties, counties that had been declared armed and dangerous, most of those guys are moving into the neighboring counties and they're going to do their stuff, particularly in Isiolo, which the first encounter was a Kenya police reservist was killed. Mm. And in another situation, three other people were killed. So people in that part of the world are saying, I think it is time government now just speaks the entire northern region of Kenya and they do more police patrols in those areas. And there was also another concern that we saw about 2,000 police officers being brought into the city to deal with mandamanos. Mm. Uh, why can't we have a similar number being thrown into the insecurity-prone areas? And that is, uh, Mary had mentioned that briefly that in the current uh, political uh, dispensation, mm. as we speak, dealing with, uh, with Mandamano and at the same time dealing with, the, with banditry, it's a big toll on the government mm. because they have to deploy. In deployment, they, it includes resources and everything. Considering that uh, this news we're hearing, that uh, salaries are becoming a challenge and all that, that is eating a lot into government. Would so, it be very dangerous for government not to pay the, the boys in blue? Because I know if, if there's those anyone who needs paid. to be paid fast, paid. should that, be them. That would be the most risky <laughs> thing for them to for do. The government to You'd do. rather not pay politicians, MPs, yes, and uh, MCAs. Yeah. But pay... I remember I was talking to one like two weeks ago and he was telling me the only thing that they've not been paid is the allowance for those mandamanos. You know, they were getting yeah. 10K each day. Yeah. Wow. Yes. So that one was the only pending thing. Yeah. thing yeah. So it's a challenge and for a government has uh, admitted to challenges, mm-hmm. especially economic challenges. Mm. We are really trading on a very dangerous. dangerous yeah. Looking at the new man in charge, how can you look at him in terms of how he's been able to deal with these two critical security issues in the country in the last one month? Uh, that we haven't gone uh, over the tip. Uh, my tech is he's trying. He's trying to, to juggle. But uh, there are so many blunders that are being made, especially when making statements that almost reflect personal utterances mm-hmm. that if it is uh, cautioning Kenyans against Mandamano, mm. I don't go directly for Leila. I caution Kenyans mm-hmm. against destruction of property mm-hmm. and protection of human life. But not tell Leila, I'm coming for you. I'll come and arrest you. I mean, it's it's within the constitution. Mm-hmm. But it sounds like been, a vendetta. Yeah, it sounds. Then it sounds like a vendetta. vendetta. What, do what you need to do mm. as per what your office says. Not, I think then you lose a lot, you lose some, some credibility on how you want to work. You cannot purport to ban picketing when it is enshrined in the same constitution that has appointed, has seen the facility, your appointment as mm. <laughs> in that office. Mary, you, so, are, you, you are in that particular press conference where um, he was being asked something about what the police had done. And he said, at the end of the day, oh, the fake pictures... Mm. Uh, and he talked (laughs) about being in charge of uh, the African uh, inspector generals of police and that uh, there had not been anything wrong. Mm. And this was coming after the Directorate of Criminal Investigations had apologized and said, hey, we made a mistake and we take responsibility for that. Let let me just interject, Leila. It is so unfortunate (laughs) that those careless acts Mm. by the police have eroded credibility of the institution and why i'm saying that is that first there were those pictures mm. of of, uh, of 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 the old pictures that were being at uh, being uh, pictures from even outside for kenya. even outside <laughs> kenya and then to make matters worse there was an officer who died having been run over by a police vehicle who they you, said who they said was, was killed by by two people who were arrested. You guys are forgetting even the, the president's statement said that an officer was killed. Was killed. By no, but, but but forgive the president because he was given because a brief. Him, he's briefed. He was given a brief. He by wouldn't this know. Guys. He's yeah. briefed by but, none other than yeah. but, the but, IG himself. But, but for you to be able to write a brief, uh, a brief, mm. or to give a brief, a fake one. The, the, yes, mm. the guy in charge of that squad, the the guy in charge of that vehicle. Mm must have briefed yeah. his immediate boss and said this is what happened then somebody in his cleverness thought mm. we'll blame it on 
Mm. But doesn't but that is, make the commander in chief look bad? It does. Yes. But you see, uh, if I'm the commander in chief, heads must roll because I'm being made to look like a fool mm-hmm. when a picture comes out and shows exactly how this guy died. Mm. You see, that that makes it bad. That makes the the commander in chief look bad. But not on his own volition, on somebody else's who has misinformed him. Mm. It it is not a mistake. It was an intentional misinformation to HE and everybody else in charge to get that kind of brief. Because they know what happened. There was a driver of the car and there were other officers in that vehicle that saw what happened. So then it is deliberate misinforming mm. the public for whatever Sh- intention. Should it begin with the team that actually, because there has to be a, a chain of command. Uh, so the team that was on site to their commanding officer who then reported to the, the, the team leader wh- and then to the, Lela, the regional whoever, commander. Whoever was in charge of that squad whoever briefed the immediate boss that is either the county commander or sub whoever did that signal whoever did that signal mm. knowingly should be charged for giving false information because then like and like i began there is that confidence in police at some point of time kenyans had started believing mm. in the police mm. there was that trust now with those pictures that uh this year i apologize uh, uh, about and then these kenyans now are losing confidence in the police and then the, and then with that rogue guy who deliberately yeah smashes a car mm. window and then lobs tear gas because journalists are in the car mm. i mean for god's sake but you know this time um the number of of plain closed police officers that were used in their mandamanos or a, were more than what i've seen in the past mm. yes. i don't know if anyone else has experienced it and uh, it was so unfortunate that um this individual possibly could have been sent to you know there are those people you sent to do the dirty mm. work yes. and he did his job well and 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 they achieved what no, they had he, wanted he, he, did, he did his job well Leila, and he did himself in well mm-hmm. <laughs> in this era of social of, of social uh, media not even social media the african censored team yes. captured him on on, on camera he, he, he was he was captured doing what he did then uh, the KT, KOT detectives, Kenyan mm. Twitter detectives, went and da- further dug. They even his, know how many places he'd be, how many police stations he'd he has been, been deployed to. Yeah. His family. And uh, his connection his to connect, the commanders. His, con- his connection and all that. All that information comes out. Now, and that's why I'm saying whoever is uh, doing this is deliberately, I don't know for what reason, mm. trying to erode the public confidence in the police. But again, see, guys, what happened immediately after, after the last mandamano, mm-hmm. uh, there were changes at the National Police Service. They announced a new man in charge of operations. Of operations, mm-hmm. yes. Meaning there could have been errors in the command, in the command. of the previous mandamanos. Mm-hmm. And that's why some things happened the way they did. Weren't there some changes also in that particular jurisdiction? Uh, of Eastlands and in Kayole, I think. Yes. Yes, yes. there is. There was mm. even in Kisumu. Mm. Even are, in Kisumu. Been, been in, in fact, in Kisumu, <laughs> one senior guy hardly stayed a week. Yeah. And the he has been removed. Yeah, commander. the regional commander, and he has mm. been removed. So but but it's because I understand that the guy who was to replace the previous commander, now the one who was removed after about a week, he had some issues with journalists while he no. was serving in the same area earlier. Mm. Yeah, no. it's true. It it might it might it might have had that, mm. but Mary, it is not because of that. Mm. It is because of something else mm. that he was, because an operation was organized mm. without his knowledge, mm. and when he was asked by the media, mm. he said, "I'm not aware of it." It was not reported to him. Mm. The operation was not reported to him, mm-hmm. so he was not aware that. Something like this is, is happening. Yeah. So when he was to, was being questioned, mm. he says, "I'm not aware," mm. and just that mm. led to his movement. Anyway, that let, is. Let, but, let but also, okay, not not to insist that uh, this is the reason why he was moved, but earlier he had been in the same region, this, yes. and uh, uh, something happened that uh, uh, some journalists felt he was being he was, personal yes, with them, yes. mm-hmm. and I think even the case went to court or something. Uh, it was in the it press was, at yes, that time. It yes. was uh, some years back, mm-hmm. yeah, and so. I think also maybe the leadership of the National Police Service felt um, maybe this guy's relationship with the local media is a bit, strained, a bit strained for what we want to achieve in mm-hmm. the region. But, mm-hmm. but, I don't know. But my, my question then is, Leila, mm. for a long time, 
efforts the media police relations were throwing you know they mm-hmm. have become amiable a bit a bit amiable mm-hmm. but it wasn't the, as cold as we've seen in the past in the, in, in the, in the recent past. past there has been some coldness mm-hmm. and it is like the police or the police leadership has uh, developed some, some attitude some attitude towards media mm-hmm. either in the course of media doing their job which always happens that you, you are out there to get uh, mm. the truth mm-hmm. and uh, when the information being given by the police is not true mm. you stand by the truth mm. i one time there was killing of seven persons suspected to be criminals mm-hmm. at uh, city cabanas mm-hmm. and uh, the brief we were given by the police then the the, the then provincial police uh, police boss was that these were gangsters mm. they had boarded a kbs bus they were going for a robbery in uh, in uh, at the river mm. kcb bank and they were intercepted and killed there was a shootout mm. but when we went to the scene interestingly all these people were lying face were down. lying face down and in a line and and bullet marks were next to their bodies so it just didn't make sense to me. My curiosity as a journalist could have been an execution. So mm. exactly. So I I forgot about them. Mm. Well, I had the the, the 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 PPO's brief, but then they were they they were these uh, security van vehicles on the side. So and they used to be there permanently. Mm-hmm. So they were witnesses. Mm. So I went to ask these guys. I don't want to know your names mm. or where. I just want to know what you saw mm-hmm. just that and they na- na- the narration they gave me was different was so different it was actually an execution so i came and uh, did a story and i remember uh, the police boss calling me and telling me no you can't write that you write the brief that we are given but on the ground we are being given a different story unfortunately there was a there was a gsu officer armed who was taking his wife to maternity mm-hmm. and he too was picked up and they almost killed him it is the wife who actually screamed and said, this is a police officer. That is how he got saved. So we got all that evidence. Mm. And when we wrote that story, mm. uh, the guy was removed. Mm. But I, we did not, I did not write the story because I wanted the guy removed. I wrote the story because I just wanted the truth yeah. out there. Yeah. just yeah. wanted to tell so, the truth. So, sometimes that truth makes your relationship with them, with yeah. them uh, strained. Ha, Mary, have we done anything wrong? Sometimes you 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 look at a situation from what have you done wrong as a person first, as the media because I know we were seriously targeted, um, and it's unfortunate that some of our colleagues were really hurt um, on that on that Friday because I remember at the top echelons of power saying this will be the last man, the man yes. take it from us, Layla. and 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 truth be told, it was the the bloodiest. Mm. the most dangerous and this is where we saw a lot of uh how can i effort mm. and, and and power against a media entity and 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 when you go outside there they're like if you had been in your white uh, vans mm. or, or vehicles mm. then it wouldn't have been this way because you used a vehicle belonging to a political um engagement then you put yourself in harm's way but 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 mm-hmm. but the fact the fact that but, uh, that is the most stupid excuse <laughs> somebody can use i'm sorry to add that to mm. use that word mm-hmm. but that is the most lame excuse you can use because it was the vehicle was among its the last vehicles the the journalist swine yeah mm. uh in in situations and under such situations a journalist always you, you you it is not a brief you get from the newsroom mm. it is a decision you make out of the situation on the ground based and on ha- your based on your instinct mm-hmm. so this was instinctive of journalist to jump into this vehicle vehicle for me now now just a mm-hmm. minute Leila. Mm. now how then do you punish me for getting into uh, this uh, vehicle when if under normal circumstances, if I was in the same situation mm. and a police car is what was the nearest mm. to me, that is what I would jump into. So, so it would be rightful for the demonstrators to throw stones and hit me mm. because I've gotten into 
a police vehicle. Mm. That is the that is the excuse you are using. That is what you are actually saying. Because for between the three of us, I've, I've I've done a bit of broadcast journalism for a long time, and I've I've been in such a scenario, and the the biggest reason why camera persons were on that vehicle because and they were not they inside. needed they were on, they were on top, top of the top. roof. Yes. This is where the mixer of the media team mm-hmm. for the Azimio put their stuff, mm. and if you want good quality sound. It's usually the best place to get. You'll plug in. And if you're wanting what we call a frontal shot of maybe Raila Odinga and all his lieutenants when they were doing the mandamano, that's where you go and get the shot. And 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 you can you can understand that if all the media teams came with their vehicles and they all wanted to get a, a frontal shot, it would be very difficult to do so until you decide, hey. Um, right now, it's not it's not a matter of you work for which media house or not. Let's band together and use this one vehicle so that everyone gets an opportunity at good quality sound and a better shot. Mm. Uh, but even then, there are those who say it was quite unfortunate for us to be on that vehicle, that particular vehicle. We should have used ours. Then, and and okay. we put ourselves mm-hmm. in a vulnerable position where mm. uh, that... Uh, uh, an uniformed officer did what he did. No, but the, but my question then: mm. were, were journalists throwing stones? No. Were they armed? No. So what what is it that this particular officer was so vexed by mm. that he actually went and was breaking the the, 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 the windows and everything to lower tear gas into that vehicle? What was it that journalists had done? Yeah, I mean, so as Dominic said, I'll also call it an excuse to hurt journalists mm. because even you know, but it's not for the the first group of ca- of video videographers that ran out of that vehicle we wouldn't have known faster yes. than uh, the akina nani our guy who was here yeah. there would have been many who would have been who would have been nursing similar injuries yes. because there were so many on that vehicle and you see every time a prominent politician is having sorry is having a um, what do we call it a rally and they are moving it's with something we've done for a long time and even when the president is moving with his vehicle yes these police officers who lead these escort teams they know they know that journalists prefer that vehicle because they want sound because they want to good quality t- picture. good quality pictures they want where the audience is where the audience is most and best typed at mm-hmm. but now so for me it feels it felt that this guy was acting on instructions and probably my assumption is the instructions may have been Maliza. disrupt that vehicle yes. so mm-hmm. that they stop receiving you know the the uh, they stopped collecting what whatever the motorcade whatever the politicians are saying because that's where they were they were doing their live yes. uh, production yes. from and also remember um the what, what are we calling him Musalia Mudavadi his new the, role the the chief Prime Cabinet Secretary, I don't know. Uh, do you remember him saying that uh, journalists now have media houses uh, were commentating uh, the demonstrations, the way football, the way com- football commentators. Really? Yes, that is what he said. So if you if you link up those words to what happened, probably they wanted to disrupt, you know, and, and, the and audio so that Kenyans do not get to, you and, know, I and, mean, and, by the way, and you see there's so many are, ways of killing. But we are guided by a code of ethics yes. that... Um, and by the way, Leila, yes. there, there is one thing you guys are forgetting. Mm. Now, the media, you are able to catch that guy or several of those officers doing what they did mm-hmm. and they have been exposed mm-hmm. uh village whatever it is including allegations that uh that uh, he bought a certificate from this guy and mm-hmm. all that now if it were you who's that officer mm-hmm. would you want that guy to expose you no you would want everything to to try and stop him from mm-hmm. <laughs> from exposing you mm-hmm. so the guy was just trying to protect himself but when we reach a, a, and 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 it takes me back to our relationship with the current um, teams at Vigilance House. Mm. Do you think our relationship needs to get better? Because now we have former journalists at the Ministry of Interior. Mm. Um, is it possible that they can have a conversation and say, hey guys, we are not the enemy. I'm, I'm from the other side. I'm now here with you. Mm. This is how the media works. Can we work with them as a team and not see them as as the enemy at hand? The problem Because the, the pro- story has to be told. The problem actually is not the problem is not 
the is 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 not uh, the, the 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 junior police officers. Mm. The problem is actually the senior police officers. It is them who want to create the impression that there is a strained relationship between the journalists and for a long time during uh, Major General Ali's uh, time, mm -hmm. during all the the relationship between the media and the police has been very good yeah. for a very long time. Mm -hmm. You'd get a comment from uh, from a sub-county police commissioner. You'd get unless I so long as they are gazetted, so long as they are gazetted police officers, you'd get that relationship. You'd senior, get that. senior police yes. officers who I call and say, Afande, I don't want you to comment on anything. I just want you to take me through this and yes. this and this, and they yes. tell you, Leila, this is how it happens, and and yes. you do a yeah. story. So where has this animosity come from? All of a sudden, in incompetencies of some <laughs> senior guys. I my, mean, I'm, I'm, my feeling is. Uh, you see, the current regime has been quote unquote against the media because we were actually feel, called as Zimio TV. Yes. Because <laughs> no. you see, when the government is speaking out loudly and saying that the media does not support us, mm. and you see, every time the police want to be seen as pro and protecting the interests of the current regime. Mm -hmm. So, how mm. do they show that they are protecting the interests of the regime when they are befriending the media? Who has already been tagged as anti-government? Mary, but we had this during we had this we had the same thing during uh, during uh, former pr uh, President Uhuru's uh, regime mm. when Gazeti likuwa ni yaku ni makafasi ni makafasi but we didn't and see that kind of yeah, yeah we sure. didn't, it didn't go right. to this level at which this one is going to True. so so there is. It's interesting that the other day, in fact, I was the one who told the IG, please tell us, tell us in front of these cameras that you guys are not targeting us, that the journalists are secure in this country. And mm -hmm. then he said, if anyone feels targeted and they have an issue with a particular officer, they should go directly to him and he'll offer them protection. At least, and I felt that was coming after the president spoke Mm -hmm. and said that uh, they are not going to antagonize the media, even and, if the and, media and has it was, not been it was supporting them. And it was good that he was asked that, that, yes. that question, that question and yeah. he was asked, mm. Your Excellency, mm. it, it feels like your, your, your regime is intolerant to the media. Mm. How does the, the media get bashed to that level where some and of our colleagues are in hospital? So and for and me, I, it feels like the police are following the tone that's being set by the government. So if the government decides to tone down its attack against the media, then the police decide also. We are also going to tone no, down. No, but, 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 then, but then what you... But it's not how it should be. No, but then what you are saying, Mary, is that uh, we, have, we have people within the police leadership mm. who are emotional <laughs> and don't use... <laughs> that is what you are saying. Because, because I've just given an example that we had, we had uh, the same situation during... Uh, during a uh, former president uh, Uhuru's time, mm -hmm. and they bashed the media. Yeah, they did. Yeah, mm. they bashed I the media. I think even even but President Kibaki bashed the media. Yes. Remember yes. that day where yes. Madame Lucy was, was saying stormed, when she uh, stormed even nation. You have given my mm -hmm. my 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 family stress. Yes, <laughs> and Kibaki was there saying, "I have only yes, one but, wife." <laughs> yeah, but, but but we have not seen we have we have not seen that that kind yes. of affront intolerance media, intolerance yeah. like we are seeing now mm. from the police. Mm -hmm. I mean. Uh, like you're saying, media, media guys who are working in the media mm. have gone into into. into they're now in yeah. government, and they're, they're many. Government. Yeah, and there are many. And mm. and, and, are and many. since since devolution took place, there are many A others. lot of of government agencies have raided newsrooms, yes. mm. and, and they have a rich crop yeah. of, so, of journalists so, so what, working in so, government. So what is this? What is this that is making the same people? Yeah, who are very good at working with the government. Mm. What is what is so difficult for us to to last? Because I believe by now the, mm. the, 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 the those in 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 power have understood how the media works. Mm. People have given their their examples and all that. I even mean, even at 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 where the 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 biggest office in the land stands. Yes. He has a very rich crop of ex-journalists, very, very mm. both from from broadcast and, Broadcast and, and print. And, and, and print. Mm. So why aren't so these individuals telling their bosses? This is how guys, it works. 
this is how the media this works. How it works. You, you shouldn't really look at, at, at the media as the enemy. We are here because we need to do checks and balances for government. And sometimes you're told when you make people uncomfortable, it, it's, it's a good thing as a journalist because it keeps them on their toes. It keeps them on their toes, exactly. So does it feel like a point where when we are going for Mandamanos um, in the newsroom, I was, I was listening to some of the guys and were like, I... If things continue going the way they are, then we will be scared of going for mandamanos. Even, even so the question, Mary, should be, mm. how then do we police mandamanos to a level where every, every, every party is safe in that, in that sphere? Because I saw, I saw mandamanos before March 20th. Mm -hmm. And they were in Migori and they were in Kisumu County. Mm. And guys were escorted by police even to State House, State Lodge Kisumu. Mm. What, what what became different after the March 20th ones? Well, I, okay, for me it feels like some order came from somewhere for this to be implemented. Because, because before that they were very safe yes. and, 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 and nothing even, was happening. Yes, and even in the last Mandamano, the one that you were saying was chaotic and nasty. The uh, one that had the black journalists. Yeah. Yes. At the beginning it was quite peaceful. Then at some point, yes, hell broke loose. Because Royal Odinga mm. went into Imara Daima estate, mm. and he stayed there for like an hour and a half, mm. and there was no police presence, and he spoke to his people, and they were chanting and they were dancing. The moment he 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 engineered North Airport Road, yes. that's when everything just changed. But I think it's also an issue both uh, for the government and also the opposition to think about because. We've seen these people who are taking advantage of the demos to go loot, true, to true, go do true. other things. No, no. And, uh, and for example, assuming that uh, people who are genuinely in the demonstrations, they want to keep in line with the motorcade and go to up to wherever they want. I've seen in certain countries even people take their families, mm -hmm. old women and yes. men, you, you children. Know, but you know, not in Kenya. You, you know, guys. No. But there was no. a guy in Kisumu who tried, though. Yeah. Ah, you, that was, was foolish. You, you know, you know, you know, no, he's, he's always an Atishika. He went, he went to vote in a towel. Mm. Oh, yeah. He's the same vote. guy. Yeah, he's yeah. the same guy. Mm. Anyway, you, you know, there is, there is, every time there is a demonstration, there are those, there are criminals who take advantage mm. of that. Mm. It has, it used to happen in uh, Kamkunji, where people would be stripped, you know, your pockets of your trousers are ripped mm -hmm. off and all that. And until even this time round, guys lost uh, their phones. Uh, until until the guys, the demonstrators, mm. took it upon themselves to provide security to people, mm. because now it now it is those who are making uh, the demonstrations look, look bad. Look bad. Mm. Now that is the responsibility of the police to provide protection. Mm. But instead of them doing that, mm -hmm. they confront the demonstrators, even if they have not done anything. They 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 have not learned to, to to separate between the criminals mm. and the guys who are just in that demonstration. If they were able to do that, and they can easily do that because these guys are known criminals, they are known pickpockets, known snatchers, even they who are on that, uh, on that uh, duty mm -hmm. know in this region we have Dominic, mm -hmm. we have Leila, mm -hmm. and we have and Mary. Mary. These and are the trouble, troublemakers. And they just take care of that. And the rest of them, people will just... But when now you look at every demonstrator as, as a criminal, a criminal mm -hmm. that is what pushes things. And, and, and that takes me back to the Chuka situation because mm. these were a bunch of guys who were protesting the murder of one of their one own. Of their yeah. own and, yes. and, and they decided to do it the way the best know how. Uh, fortunately or not, um, social media is a very dark place to go, and people are saying this is the same guy who was. was um, yeah, I saw that. You know, mm. yeah. and but, then but he, he, whatever, he, yeah, how he met his true. death was quite unfortunate. No, but, but, but Lela, if it is true that he is a leader of the border border, he mm. is. If he is, was his gun? If if he was, yeah. mm -hmm. then he is known, including by those police officers. He was. He because, was. Yes. You know, Dominic, then, it's the same officers who called him to try and speak to the other boys. And yeah. tell them to, 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 to calm to down. Uh, yeah. then so, so how was he shot? Hey, now that's the question. Hey. You see, th that is where... There's also that, that, that question... Go that, that is where you erode police credibility. With sometimes, sometimes I ask, I wonder, Dominic, 
is it that our officers get to a point where they, they are trigger they feel happy no, not maybe they are not even tri- maybe they, assuming no. for example let's assume they are not trigger happy mm. but do they get overwhelmed no, when there's, when they are at the ground and then they decide now we are going to use force there is a Then why, why do we not have intelligence officers amongst in our police stations that work together with officers and then you can they can tell the threat level mm-hmm. so that by the time the police officers are leaving the police station they know how much how much kind in, of in my of, years, of, of armor they should be in, working in my with. years in my years of uh, in my years of of, of covering crime mm-hmm. uh, I have come through ac- across scenarios one is that uh, mandamanos uh and and like this this current uh, this current uh, situation mm. mandamanos have always been random mm. you see people just start mm. uh, mm. Uh, 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 demonstrating but and and then i have worked as a police officer mm-hmm. i have worked mm? my shift As a police officer. No no I'm not saying I'm a police officer. Oh. I'm saying for example as a police officer mm. I have worked You've done your 12 shift, hour shift. My 12 hour shift mm. and then I'm supposed to Oh yeah. Yeah now I have gone mm. and uh, maybe I want to go out with my family mm. or I want to do oh I've just gone to have a drink. Mm-hmm. Like they do like the case of Bombasa guy was drunk. Mm. The officer was on on uh, on on uh, demonstrate on mandamano duty mm-hmm. and he was drunk. Mm-hmm. Then Midway in, t- in between my drinking cold I am cold yeah. yeah first I'm frustrated by the fact that I have worked 12 hours mm. I have been I've now just got the rest you know I'm setting my rest mm. either in in my drinking or in my chewing mira or whatever it is I'm doing mm-hmm. or with my family and then I'm I'm called you are needed here for for this uh, demonstration mm-hmm. so I have this pent up frustration mm. and 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 wives don't understand this mm-hmm. um, they never understood understand how you are so you have had that thing with your wife and kids were prepared to be taken out and, and then, then you have been are, recalled yeah. and then now there is that uh, do you there's have trouble at home yeah, and there's then, trouble at home mm. and then you are coming back to 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 this uh, on this uh, on this duty mm. and uh, your immediate boss doesn't want to understand mm. i remember there is one time there was a demonstration at uh, on on university way mm. and a cop is paying fees for his brother and his brother is in the front line of throwing <laughs> stones wow and he actually he actually used he actually used a sling mm. and unfortunately it hit the brother, it the brother. It hit the brother. oh my goodness and the brother saw who oh was doing goodness. that so after the demonstration the guy was so frustrated he's saying huyo jamaa jitafutie mwenye atamlipia fees wow because mimi ndio nakulipia fees alafu wewe ndio unanunua alafu wewe ndio umenitupa unanitupia mm. mawe ya kunipa <laughs> see so there are those circumstances also mm. and and we are human we are human believe you me so there are many circumstances that lead to such might lead to such things yeah. but i'm not justifying mm-hmm. the brutality that mm-hmm. is meted on so, innocent kenyans and, and that's that. why i'm i'm insisting uh, the, the person who was issuing the commands also probably yeah? probably told them you guys have to exert some extra force mm-hmm. because i was learning that if azimio would have called for demos on monday mm-hmm. you see the, the the monday after the nasty thursday yes. it would have been really bad it would have been really bad yes because yes, i'd had at they were they were tired of these images being shown on tv on social media of police officers getting overwhelmed by protesters there's this so, picture of hmm? they were on <laughs> <laughs> so they so, uh, so <laughs> and then now they had to shoot in the air, in the air. so that they they, they they don't get in trouble. <laughs> so when I, when for example if the three of us are police officers and our boss tells us I don't want to see Leila or Dominic or Mary on the ground. Yes. So what do you do? If you see someone coming at you, you shoot at them. But you see the But isn't isn't there a way where they now justify how they used each bullet? There is supposed to be uh, Leila isn't every, there every, uh, uh, every night you say this is how I used my bullets yes, I is, left with 10 I came back with 6 Le- if you, this if is you, how I shot for Leila if you look at signals when uh, when when especially when dealing with mobs there is always a provision that there was they were Leila Mary and Wabala mm. they went to this place and they did this is the scenario of what happened mm-hmm. Leila with her G3 shot seven rounds of ammunition. Mm-hmm. Mary with her MP3 shot 
this yeah. uh this uh, amount of th- this number of ammunition mm-hmm. as in you have to account for the number of of, of, of bullets you have used mm-hmm. the number of tier you it is accounted for mm. so it's not difficult to find out who has shot how many and all that because everybody has to account for the bullets mm-hmm. issued to you and the bullets stuck with otherwise it would be very easy to sell bullets to criminals so you have yeah, yeah so you have to account for the bullets that you have spent whether it is in 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 a in a like the incident of of, of the pakistan was it the pakistani journalist mm-hmm. like that incident mm-hmm. every every in the signal everybody said this is how much this I is shot. how much i mm-hmm. shot from my g3 i shot this this number of of, of uh, bullets from this i shot this i wonder it's, it's if there. that happened on that thursday it is there Mary. Um, um, it is mm-hmm. a standard operation of the police. <laughs> I feel some something something some something somewhere went terribly wrong. And unfortunately, that whatever is going on wrong mm. is eroding the confidence the public has in the police. Yeah. Whether it is deliberate or not, mm-hmm. I don't know. But the more these things happen, and the more the fake pictures appear. Well, I'm also finding it interesting that. Uh, none of the agencies that uh, that what do we call it that are supposed to check on police conduct have spoken about this we haven't had a statement for my poor or iau or or it's only uh, the ig who said that they've begun investigations into the same and you know iau ordinarily doesn't issue press release yeah, they can't what they are doing yeah. Yeah. well interesting conversations and i think um time goes by when you're talking about interesting stuff <laughs> state of national security i think more and more kenyans need to be aware about their security and they need to be loyal and patriotic like wabala speaks about all the time um, and they need to learn what happened to rwanda yes yeah, we, we must we, not get to that we point. can't we shouldn't we, we can't should afford to we we, we we need to look at how they are remembering how Kuibuka is such a big deal for them. Uh, it could be something you say, Rwanda is far away, but the more far away it becomes, the more closer it gets to home. There's it, something you saw that made you cry. I saw a lot of things that um, are really scary, especially there's a place where they, they take you to images of where the kids who are hacked. And um, I saw... Uh, an image of a child and she, where she had just died and the skull and, and it had rotten and, you know, it was one of those things where you look and you say, if this was my child, I because I have babies that, that age and it was one of those places where you call Tia Jackas. Mm. So Kenyans need to be more um, aware mm. of, of of their situation. Kenya is a blessed country. Kenya is an island in, in of peace in the midst of a storm the East African region. People need to travel outside Kenya and see how the other and side of the world looks like. And if they can't afford to travel, let them read. Let them read, yeah. yeah. Somebody also oh, but, says but, that Kenyans don't Leila, like to read. But Leila, there is something. But they like the, to watch too much TV, Netflix <laughs> and stuff. The, 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 Netflix you know, tipping, you. for a situation to tip off, it just flicks, it just mm. takes an, a second. Mm. Yeah. And the situation flips off. I have seen in my growing up, I have seen uh, somebody who was troublesome during um, a, a security, a soldier who was troublesome, who used to torture people during a minute's time. Mm-hmm. And then now the Tanzanians have just taken over Uganda. Mm-hmm. And the Tanzanians ask, what do you want us to do with him? Mm-hmm. And, the, and, and the, the public in Uganda, they, they, we are on the border, and they were saying, kill him. How do you want us to kill him? We shoot him or we slaughter him. And they said they want him slaughtered. <laughs> and, and, and that is where humanity Has gets. reached. That is where humanity gets. Because then we lose. Mm-hmm. But I pray that Kenya never gets to that level. Mm. If, if you do like to read, go and read uh, stories around how the machete was a very significant part of the 100-day uh, Rwanda genocide. Yes. And uh, it would be nice... The ones allegedly bought by Kabuga. Yes, and and they were coming into Rwanda in droves. And at some point, there was a ban by the United Nations on any okay. country outside Rwanda not to Im- to Im- to export mm-hmm. uh, machetes into the Rwanda nation. Um, the conversation doesn't end here. The next episode is coming up soon. Uh, we'll be the three of us 
Dominic Wabala kama kawaida Mary Wamboy and myself Leila Muhammad but for now let's stop it here and uh, pick it up in the next conversation where Wabala will be te- telling us uh, how different military disciplines work uh, and original peace enforcement when uh, interactions in the region for now it's goodbye